Good Erev Shabbos. Wishing everyone a wonderful Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos. And that might sound strange, considering that technically tonight, tomorrow are Tisha B'Av. They're Tisha B'Av. They are the most inauspicious day on our calendar. And yet, that is the beauty of Shabbos. And that is what I want to talk to you about. First of all, a big thank you to our generous series sponsor for the year, my dear friends, Mendy and Sipora Fishman, who sponsored Oschus Fachai Rivka Basipora Fredel, in memory of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Rav Yaakov Ben David Aryeh. We had just begun learning the new Rav Yitzhamayi, Rav Yamdurachacha on Shabbos, but I want to interrupt to learn a piece by Rav Avram Shor, specific for this Shabbos, getting us in the mood, getting us ready, and getting us to understand and tap in to the incredible beauty, the incredible energy, the incredible potential, the incredible possibility that is Shabbos. This is considered by many, by some, by most, the holiest Shabbos of the year. The Oiv Yisrael, the great Aptarov, wrote about this Shabbos, that it's greater than Shabbos Shuvah, that it's greater than Shabbos HaGadol, that it's greater than Shabbos of Rosh Hashanah, that for these 25 hours of Shabbos Chazon, this is the closest we can feel to the Ribona Shalom. There's incredible possibility. Why? Why is it so special? The Chosev Lublin, whose Yeretzat we observe, the Shabbos Chazon, from the start to end is an Eis Ratzon. You know, before a couple separate, before they go on a long trip, that there'll be distance between them, there's an incredible closeness. There's an intense love. There's an intense affection. So beginning on Motzei Shabbos, right punked at the end of Shabbos, we separate and we distance. There's some divide between us and Hashem. It only lasts for a day, and yet, and yet we feel that connection. That's why he explains, Chazal tell us, that even though the Kruvim, the great cherubs on top of the Oron, the Gemara tells us that when we were compliant with Hashem's will, when we were close with Him, we faced one another. When we weren't compliant, they faced opposite one another. What would you expect when those great, when those heinous enemies came and pillaged the Beis HaMikdash? How would they find the Kruvim? We would expect to find them facing opposite, and yet, there they were facing each other. Because at the moment that you're at the moment of being Polish, at the moment of separating, there's an intense intimacy, an intense closeness, an intense longing and a yearning. And that is this Shabbos. Punked immediately before we separate the observance of Tisha B'Av, starting on Motzei Shabbos, first we feel that sense of a connection that comes on Shabbos Chazon. The Baal Shem Tov asked the following question. The Gemara Beitza tells us, and we've learned this early, early on and turned Friday into Erev Shabbos, we learned maybe 10 or 15 different understandings and interpretations of what it means to have a Neshama Yisera. What does it mean to have an additional, expanded, more intense soul? What does it mean for our soul to be on fire on Shabbos, for our soul to be in tune on Shabbos, for our soul to have its antenna and receptor up on Shabbos? We learn that concept. It's not some newfangled new idea. The Gemara itself records this idea of a Neshama Yisera from the word Vayinafash, it says that Hashem created the world of Yamashvi Shavas. On the seventh day he rested, Vayinafash. And the Gemara learns from the word Vayinafash, Vay of the Nefesh. Woe for losing the soul. So the Bashemta famously asked, I don't understand. How do you learn that on Shabbos you have an additional, expanded, more intense soul? from something that we learn at the very beginning of Shabbos. Vayinafash is that creation. Vayinafash is Shabbos begins. So Vayavda Nefesh, from the word Vayinafash, to rest at the beginning of Shabbos, from there we learn about a Neshama Yisera. Vayavda Nefesh, woe for losing a soul. Vayavda Nefesh. How do you lose your soul at the beginning of Shabbos? The beginning of Shabbos is when you gain your soul. It's when you get the additional soul. It's not when you lose it. Shabbos. So said the Chosev Lublin, Arebimi Lublin, said the Heilig Chosev, It doesn't say Neevda, lost soul. It says, Kya Nefesh Avda Havai. 
You see, all week long we say, Oy vey. All week long we krecht and we moan. All week long we're stressed and we're anxious. All week long we work hard. All week long we say, Oy, it's so late, I haven't gone to sleep. Oy, I can't be the alarm. I can't believe the alarm went off. I have to wake up. Oy, I can't believe how much there is to do. Oy, I can't believe the stress, the pressure, the challenges. There's a void, there's an oive all week long. Comes the Holy Shabbos, and we put all our problems up on a shelf. They'll come back, we'll take them down. But for 24 hours, we get a reprieve, we get refuge. For 24 hours, we immerse ourselves in a place that is me'in olam haba, a taste of a world to come where we feel whole, we feel complete, we feel without those challenges and struggles. Said the Heilige Chozev Lublin. It doesn't say ne'evda nefesh. The word vayinafash is not we lost our soul, but read it differently. Vay of the nefesh. Of the nefesh, the soul loses its vay. On Friday when Shabbos comes in, we no longer feel the sense of oivei, but we feel the sense of gishmak. I'm going to rest, I'm going to sing, I'm going to play, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to eat, I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to learn, I'm going to daven. Vay of the nefesh. The sense, the attitude of vay, the soul has lost. Vay of the nefesh. The nefesh loses that sense of oivay. She'ila nefesh od vay kla. We don't have that sense of oivay. We don't have that sense of oivay. Says the Rav Meshur, if that's true for every Shabbos, if all week long we struggle all week long, we confront all week long, we have anxiety and worry and tension and fear, all week long we're saying, oivay, Shabbos comes vay of the nefesh. We lose the sense of oivay and we replace it with a sense of, oh yeah, so if that's true all week long, if that's true for every ordinary Shabbos, all the more so it's true for Shabbos of Tisha B'Av, because immediately tomorrow night, the second Shabbos ends, we sit low on the floor. And we start crying and groaning and grieving. Oh, tomorrow night, right when Shabbos ends, we immediately and abruptly transition right into a state of realizing just how low and lowly we are, how alone we are in this world, all of our problems and all of our trials and all of our travails. So Shabbos is a reprieve. Shabbos is a refuge. This Shabbos, this Shabbos is a holy, a holy and lofty Shabbos. This Shabbos, we get to lift ourselves for 24 hours before we have to go into that place. Before we go into that place. This is an incredible Shabbos. It's the power of Shabbos. That even though tonight, tomorrow are the ninth of Av, and they were designated as a Bechil Adonis, a day for crying, but you could have Shalashidas, you could eat meat and wine all the way right up until the fast. Shalashidas, we don't, take off our leather shoes, and we don't eat it sitting to the ground, and we don't eat egg dipped in ash, but Shalashidus, you could have Kesudus Shlomo Beshaito, just like the meal of Shlomo HaMelech in his time, that Shabbos, Shabbos reminds us, the Shabbos, the most powerful Shabbos, because the Shabbos is the strongest expression of Shabbos, that even in conflict with the Tisha B'av, even in conflict with that overwhelming grief and pain, Shabbos wins out, Shabbos supersedes, Shabbos lifts us up, so yeah, we're scratchy and scruffy. We haven't shaved or taken a haircut. We haven't listened to music. We haven't had meat or wine in nine days. We haven't gone swimming. We've been much more, much more restricted in our showering. Even though we feel that sense of mourning and grief, feel that sense of loss and tension, we're focused on all that's wrong. Shabbos comes and it's all that's right. Who doesn't need this Shabbos? Who doesn't want to immerse ourselves in the beauty and the intensity of this Shabbos? So Shabbos Chazon in general, it's that goodbye to Hashem, which is the closeness and intimacy, the Eis Ratzon. Instead of it being the most inauspicious day on our calendar, it is auspicious. It's an Eis Ratzon because we're about to take leave. And this Shabbos more than any, Vay of the Nefesh. For nine days it's been miserable. And exactly punked when Shabbos ends, we'll have a fast, it'll return to being miserable. But for the 24 hours of Shabbos, Vay of the Nefesh. 
we lose that sense of oivei, and we enter a place of oh yeah. Not oivei, oh yeah. How amazing, how beautiful to be surrounded, to be with others. The halacha is you could have flowers for the Shabbos. You could sing zmiros on the Shabbos. You meet and drink wine all the way through Shabbos. But we're able to tap into and be lifted. If that's true for the Shabbos with is Tishabov, then that's true for every Shabbos. Every Shabbos. So Mir Tzashem, Shabbos should lift us and should bring a geula. We should bring a redemption into this world. We should repair all that damage of sinas chinam and the practice of an avas chinam, to love one another and to feel unified and together with one another. And for Shabbos to give us that me'ain, for Shabbos to give us that sense and that taste of olam haba. We're going to take a break, Ben Asmanim, for a few weeks after this, but we'll resume, please God, at the end of the last Friday of August. Look forward until then. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.